Welcome to the Can I Pick Your Brain podcast, where successful entrepreneurs get their brains picked so you can apply mindset tricks and game-changing tactics that will help you become unstoppable. Now, here's your host, Daniel Geffen. Hey everyone, it's Daniel Geffen again. I hope you're doing well. Um, So I just watched a 10-minute YouTube clip with Grant Cardone and Russell Brunson. I don't, if you don't know them, um, Russell Brunson's the owner of ClickFunnels. Um, I think they do about $100 million a year, doing really well. Um, and then Grant Cardone, most of you probably know, but if you don't know him, uh, his company is doing about half a billion dollars a year. The guy has like a private jet, uh, Rolls Royces, like the whole thing. Now, it's really interesting because since I was young, since I was young, I've always been like attracted to to wealth and money, and I've kind of had this weird relationship with it, which I've spoken in an earlier episode about my my relationship with money. Um, but it's almost like I don't know. I I I used to watch videos like that and get so inspired and so excited and so driven by it. Um, but what I found is that now it just kind of, it, 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 I can't explain it. I guess I just feel really pressured when I watch a video like that. You know, when I see a guy getting into his private jet, you know, and it, it's just, at first, the, the truth is the first feeling I get is, wow, I can do that. That's the first, the first thought I get is, Wow, I can I can have my own private jet. Like, why not? I could push. If he could do it, I can do it. Why is he better than me? That's the first thought I get. It. That's the kind of the, um, you know, the competitive side of me. You know, the competitive Daniel comes out. It's like almost like he's throwing me a challenge. It's like, you know, oh yeah, you think you can have this? And then it's like, yeah, I, I yeah, I can get that. Yeah, I can do that. Um, so at first it like fires up my belly, you know, my belly gets fired up and I feel that fire burning inside and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do this. Right. And then the video ends and then, you know, sort of like pressure comes knocking on the door and he's like, hello, (laughs) it's like pressure. The pressure's on now. Right. And you've got this like pressure of like, you know, it's going to be hard. It's going to be, you know, you're going to, there's going to be a lot of failing. And then there's doubt that comes in and says, oh, I don't think you can really do this. And like, it's like a whole party before you know it, you've got all these people showing up. You've got fear, you've got doubt, you've got, you know, pressure. And then you've got passion and drive and they're going, you can do this. Come on. Like, you know, and then you've got like this unhealthy feeling of, well, you know, if you don't do it, then you're going to regret it and you're going to feel like a loser. And it's just this whole massive, um, I guess, like Royal Rumble. I don't know if you remember WWE, well, it used to be called WWF, World Wrestling Federation, and and they used to have the Royal Rumble. Uh, That was my favorite event because it's like normally in wrestling, you have like, you know, two people, you know, maximum three or four people on the ring whether it's tag team or whatever, and they, and they wrestle and, and whatever, they're like you know, trying to pin each other down. With Royal Rumble, it's basically uh, you know, everyone gets in the ring, right? So you've got, I don't know how many people, like 20 people in the ring, and, and the goal is to get everyone out, right? And the, and the last man standing is the one that, that wins, right? The last man standing. And, and it's, it's just so much fun because you've got like 20 people all like 
trying to, and then you've got people who, who like help each other at the beginning, but then of course they're going to turn against you because it's only one person that can win the thing, right? Anyway, so if you can imagine in my head, there's this royal rumble happening where you've got pressure and then you've got drive and then you've got fear and then you've got, you know, uh, you know, passion and, and, and then you've got like, you know, fear and doubt and all these different emotions all fighting against each other. Um, and then you've got this, the sneaky person who comes in and he's the guy who's basically, you know, I call him uh, escape. You know, he's like the escape artist. And he comes and tells you, oh, you know what? Just forget this fight. Let's just, let's just go and escape. Let's just go and binge Netflix. Or let's just go and eat, eat just like, let's just go and eat chocolate. Or let's just go and like, you know, just whatever your drug of choice is. Whatever your drug of choice is, it's like, let's just go and escape. Right, so you've got this whole like massive fight going on in your head, this whole Royal Rumble, and then you know, you know, Mister Escape Artist comes and says, "Hey, let's just leave this. This is let leave this fight. You don't need to be involved in this. Let's just go and and drown ourselves in in wonderful things. <laughs> you know, <sighs> heavy stuff. Um, and what I I I discovered and what I started to to realize." is that you don't need, I don't need to get involved in this fight. I don't need to get involved in it, and I don't need to go and escape either. I don't need to, I, I don't need Mr. Escape Artist. I don't need to escape. I could just watch it happening. I could just observe it. I can sit by the ringside and just observe the fight happening. I don't need to be in the fight, and I don't need to run away from the fight. It's not fight or flight. It doesn't have to be either fight or flight. There's, there's, there's another option. See, all the time we've been told, psychology, that there's fight or flight. You've either got to fight the situation or you've got to run away from it. Well, nobody's come along and said, well, hold on a second. Why do I have to pick one of those? Why can't I just observe? Why can't there just be this middle ground of, you know, call it observation? And what that looks like is I step out of the ring and I don't run away, but I just observe the fight that's happening. And I see doubt, and I see him fighting, and I see fear, and I see drive, and I see passion, and I see you know, uh, pressure, and I see all of these different emotions. I see greed, I see hunger, I see uh, you know, power. You know, don't you want power? Don't you want attention? Don't you want money? Don't you want and all of these people? Right? I, I, I look at these emotions as people. And, you know, and I just watch them fighting it out. But I'm the observer. I don't need to be in the fight. And I also don't need to run away from the fight. I don't need to escape. Just observe. And when you observe, then you become objective. And when you become objective, you can judge it favorably you can you don't when you're when you're involved in a situation when you're emotionally caught up when i'm emotionally involved you can't judge something objectively because it's all subjective because you're too involved in this situation it's like when you've got a married couple and they're fighting and they're fighting and, and they're deep in the fight you know when you're deep in the fight and the emotions are and logic is thrown out the window because it doesn't need to be logical anymore because now it's just so emotional that nobody can actually 
agree even if i agree that she's right but now i can't back out now it's like too late i'm too emotionally invested in this and so i'm gonna fight all the way till the death even if we both die even if we both go down and that's how a lot of relationships end it's like i'm gonna take you down with me right so but when you see a therapist or when you see someone a third party who's not involved to them it's like totally objective and they can look at it and observe it and say well okay this is what's happening Right, that's why a lot of times um, you can give someone, like a friend of yours, advice when they're in a situation. And the thing is, is that when you're in that exact same situation, you need to hear the advice from someone else. You can't give it to yourself. You ever notice that? You ever notice that it's interesting how when you're not involved personally, you can think objectively and you can see the solution and it's so clear to you. You're like, why are you doing this? Why are you putting yourself in this situation? Don't you see? Isn't it clear? And the answer is no, because they're too emotionally involved in it. When you're not emotionally involved, then yeah, of course it's clear to you. And so, for me, this whole experience has just been really eye-opening, because what that means is I don't need to get emotionally involved in it. If I separate myself from the emotions and I just see the emotions as people and I become the observer again I don't fight I don't get involved in the battle and I don't run away but I just sit and observe it then I can judge it objectively and I can make the right decision and the right choices have an incredible day and I'll speak to you all tomorrow you've been listening to the can I pick your brain podcast inspiration without perspiration is like a tiger without teeth so to put these ideas into action head over to danielgeffen.com